WDEW Times Podcast, episode 2 for July 27th, second episode of the WDW Times podcast. I'm your host and producer, Daniel Johnson, and I am once again joined by Andrew Youngblood. Hello. How are you doing today, Andrew? I'm uh, living the dream. Living the dream? Magical dream, yeah. of course. It Feeling magical, right? Yeah, we're talking Disney, right? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, in today's episode, we're going to have a little bit of news. There wasn't really much news to talk about because of all D23 happening last week, but um, we got one news story to talk about. Then we're going to uh, talk about... We'll count ourselves lucky with one because yeah. last week was such a big dump of news, oh, we could yeah. hardly chew it up. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And this week, we're going to talk about Andrew's experience at uh, Hong Kong Disneyland. Hi. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> just spoke a little Cantonese from Hong Kong. Yeah, so I uh, really look forward to hearing that. I know many of us uh, have not been there, including myself. Um, but yeah, so let's get into the news. You know, I'd like to thank everybody real quick for tuning into our first episode last week. Um, I just want to let you know that you can find those shows on SoundCloud and iTunes. Uh, but aside from that, all right. Here we go. Let's go to the news. All right, Andrew. So, really, the only news story we got to talk about, and Disney just announced this um, on today, July 27th. Earlier today, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Disney is looking at developing a Magic Bench AR experience. Like, what do you think about that? I feel like this is going to be one of those things that's it's going to be, um, I won't say it's as revolutionary as Star Wars Land. But it's going to be something that, that's going to be worth looking into. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be pretty interesting. I mean, according... It's, it says it's going to be like a mixed reality. Uh, so it's going to be augmented reality and mixed reality, and that's the thing. So, like, it sounds like to me um, it's going to have, like, a video display with computers and cameras and things like that. Um I, I mean, I don't know what to think about this. I mean, they said they're going to have, like, a vibrating thing when you sit on the bench. So, like, when it touches you, you'll feel, the like, like the character touching you. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, it almost could be a little creepy, too. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if it, if think about it. If it was Captain Hook, you know, I mean, that would be a little scary. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not suitable for younger children I, with I, Captain Hook. I mean, I don't know. Um, it, it says... According uh, to some of the sources, like CNET and uh, Laughing Place, uh, they're talking about you know uh, requiring participants uh, to or requiring participants not to wear AR headgear of any form um, and stare at the world through a phone screen of some form. Which I'm like, Hmm. okay, that interests me. Um, Now there is a video available to see these examples, and it's on YouTube, and you can look up Magic Bench, and it's from uh, Disney Research. Um, So definitely go check that video out because it is pretty awesome looking. There's also an article currently out on InsideTheMagic.net, and they do have that 
video embedded uh, from YouTube. So, and I'm assuming it is the same one. I, I, so, it probably is. I, I'm, I'm sure that it is. Um, the one I see on here, I, I haven't watched the video myself yet, but I, I see a picture on Inside the Magic uh, of a, uh, a man with a Disney Research t-shirt on. Yeah, sitting next to an DR. elephant. DR. Yeah, DR t-shirt. Um, sitting next to an elephant that's actually shorter than him, which is ironic, you know. That's sitting baby. there, talk. Well, a baby elephant, you know, sitting there talking to him. Yeah. Um, I I think that's going to be really cool. I'm yeah. still trying to wrap my head around this. I don't know how this is going to work. I see another picture of a woman sitting there talking to a frog. <laughs> and the, right. the the frog, you know. She's laughing. I guess the frog has said something funny. Yeah, I mean... This is going to be cool. Yeah, it should be really cool. I mean, I don't know where they will put this, and we don't know any release dates as of uh, yet uh, from what I've seen. Um, but I think it will be here by the 50th anniversary, maybe, hopefully. Do you think this is the character experience of the future? I don't think anything is going to match the true character experience, like actually being there with the character. You know, have you seen Magician Mickey at uh, Magic Kingdom? Oh, yeah. Hotels? You of know course. how his eyes blink and his mouth Of course, and, and that's more than what it was I, when we were little oh, kids, yeah, you definitely. know. Um, I see that being more of the future um, because you're actually, like, physically touching a... Um, you can give him Character, a hug. Him a he hug. can talk to you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He can know your name. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean... I think that's what we're really going to be heading towards in the future. Um, but, of course, Magician Mickey is probably the only one that, that does that, to my knowledge. That you can actually interact with that's a character like that, yeah, as of right now. Um, uh, maybe th- maybe that's a future with more characters. I maybe don't know. Hope, I mean, one can hope. Um, that would be fascinating. Have, have I mean, the, one of the things I thought was pretty cool of character meet and greets was uh, Baymax from Big Hero 6. I've never um, done that one. You know those like inflatable sumo suit. Kind oh, you of bet. It, yeah. It's like it's like it's like that basically because I met him and it was like you could hear the little fan running and everything. It was really cool. I I would sure hope that this poor guy has a little fan because. Well, he was indoors and it was a big white costume. Still, even so even bad. indoor, it didn't matter. Yeah. Even if you're not out in the Florida heat, that's awful having yeah. to be in one of those things. Well, anyway, I mean, that's really it for the news. But there's not really much to discuss out that, much outside to discuss, of that. Um, yeah. So, Andrew, let's talk about Hong Kong Disneyland and, you know, what you did there. Well, um, first thing I'll tell you is that I've been to Hong Kong Disneyland once, and I've also been to Tokyo Disneyland and the Tokyo Disney Sea Park that's mm-hmm. right next to, kind of in the, the Disney Tokyo Disney Resort area. Um we're not going to talk about Tokyo today. That's for another day. Yeah, we'll, we'll, um, we'll do another show but, on Tokyo. But definitely, there's enough information to cover for, for two shows for, oh, for yeah. each. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just talk to us, like, what's the difference? Like, what, what different things do they have there um, as to, like, Disneyland in California or Disney World in Orlando? Well, for, first thing, full disclosure, I've not been to Walt's Playground Disneyland, California. Right, right. Um, I mean, I have. Um, you, you have. Yeah. Um, but again, I would say this compares most likely to the castle. I'm sorry, not castle. Um, the uh, the the castle is almost the same as that of Disneyland. I want to say it so is. Like a Sleeping it's Beauty. it's a Sleeping Beauty castle, but it's it's very very small. Okay. Um, well, the Disneyland one's pretty small. Right, but smaller. Well, from what I've heard. Yeah. 
um, you know, it's it's very much so. I would say the the layout of the park, the castle, uh, the the whole way that the the park is designed reminds me more of California, right? From what I've seen of it, right, right. Um, but still smaller. Right. Everything you take it down a notch smaller, but but small does not mean bad, right? Small I- small in this case, I liked it. It was lean. It was. Um, it was enough that you could do the whole thing in, I guess you could say half a day because I, I got there around, uh, noon. So we, we were intending my, my friend of mine and I that went, uh, who, my friend actually lives in Hong Kong. Uh, we had gotten to be good friends through an exchange program that we were doing, uh, there in, in Hong Kong. And he was actually here in Nashville for a, a brief stint uh, before I was over there. And so, um, you know, we, we had just become really good friends. So we, we went to Disney together. And uh, what an experience that was. We just had a fantastic time together. But we didn't intend to get there around noon. We intended to get there around 9 a.m. Right. But um, that didn't that didn't hinder us at all. Oh, that's good. Um, you know, if, if you showed up that late to the Magic Kingdom and you wanted to hit everything, good luck. Uh, especially if it's on a Saturday, you know, a weekend, holiday, more crowded like day. That. This yeah. was not a holiday, but it was a Saturday. Yeah. Uh, so, like, walk us through, like, um, so obviously they, they don't have, like, a Magical Express or nothing like that, do Magical they? Express. When you say Magical like Express. Like, when you go to the airport and they, you know, you get on a Disney bus and it takes you to Disney World or well, anything like that. So, actually, let, let me explain about Hong Kong and, and the airport and Disney, the little geography yeah, yeah, bit yeah. of this that matters to you is that Hong Kong is is four really big main areas. You've got Hong Kong Island that um, is kind of the big part of the city. You have Kowloon, that's another just as big, not quite as many tall buildings, but still, you know, a big, dense area. There's the New Territories. That was where we were starting out, which is why it took us so much longer. We stopped to get lunch, took a little longer with that. Again, New Territories is a little farther out. That was the part that was leased from the Brit- from uh, China for Britain for 50 years. And then when that lease ended, all of Hong Kong went back to China. And then there's Lantau Island. And that island has been expanded a few times. Um, if you know much about Hong Kong, uh, about the airport, you know that the airport is built out in the middle of the South China Sea. And uh, the, the original airport was built in the Hong Kong... Uh, harbor, but because so many jumbo jets and 747s and the like went swimming in the harbor, they decided it was time to to move it, expand. You know, there was enough. Um, what's the word? I guess I'll say clutter in the skyline right. that would have made that harder. So they decided that they would expand this island called Lantau, and that's where the airport was built. The airport was built in the South China Sea by expanding that island by adding sediments and sand and rock and the like to expand that island. Well, when they did that, they also created room for Hong Kong Disneyland. And so Hong Kong, uh, Hong Kong Disneyland is also on Lantau Island. So a little history lesson for you there. Um, That's really cool. But 
basically there there is uh there, there may actually be a Disney's Magical Express. I was not coming from the airport. Now what? Maybe, maybe this is Tokyo. Which one was the subway with like the Duffy Bears? And all now that? that that is well, there's there's not the subway per se, or like a Tokyo. monorail. There is a monorail like, at at Tokyo Disneyland that is Disney's monorail. Um. At Tokyo Disneyland, you arrive by train and then you transfer oh, okay. to the monorail. See, now that but at okay. Hong Kong, this is what's really cool, though. Um, you ride the MTR system, the metro, the the subway system, right. which at this point, because of the island hopping, it's actually above ground in this case. Um, some of them are under underwater. Right. I don't like those. That freaks me out. But this is uh, this is one that is above ground. Um. So you, you take, I want to say it's the yellow line to, uh, to Sunny Bay Station. At that point, you get on to the pink line, or the, the salmon line, Hong Kong Disneyland Station. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Hong Kong Disneyland line. So the Hong Kong Disneyland line um, is a two-stop. Well, uh, it, it has two stops. You know, you, you ride from one to the other and then it just reverses and goes back it's it's not like a loop like the disney monorails are in the u.s or in tokyo it's just a back and forth train and it's a traditional train that goes um it's electric that goes under a tunnel and kind of transitions you into this magical land of of disneyland and it's fascinating um but this is no ordinary mtr train what they've done is they took an old train out of their fleet and uh, transitioned it to to Disney. Disney kind of took it and gave it their makeover per se. the The windows are shaped like Mickey Mouse. Yeah. There's um, statues of Jiminy Cricket and Mickey and Minnie and Duffy and uh, others. Yeah, um, Duffy. Now Duffy's pretty big over there. Duffy is actually from Tokyo Disney Sea. We'll talk more oh, about okay. him when, when I talk about Tokyo. Yeah. But when it comes down to it, Duffy has become popular yeah, pretty much like everywhere. He, he died out in Orlando, and like you know, you, you used to be able to visit him in Epcot, of like course, right at the International Gateway Line, and uh, you can't do that anymore. Now they have like Daisy or Pluto or some like somebody other like character. that. But but yeah. Duffy Duffy is 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 still really big in Hong Kong. And uh, I, I'd imagine that's probably more of a character that you're going to see more in Asia. Oh, yeah. In Shanghai, Tokyo. Of course, Tokyo is Disney Sea. Again, I'll talk more about his, his origins at another time, yeah, yeah. but that's his home. Right. And um, I don't see Disney using that as much in Orlando now. But right. you have the uh, the little figurines in the, the MTR train. This is really cool. You've got the, um, uh, well, what's the, the word? You, you've got the the handrails um not the handrails the uh well i guess you just call them the handles that you can hold on to to keep your balance that are hanging down from above they're shaped like uh they're rings Mm -hmm. with mickey ears they're it's just so cute and i love it though you know like i said the windows are shaped like mickey uh you know the just the, the whole experience on the mtr train to disney transitions you very well into uh, into the Hong Kong Disneyland realm I guess you would say and uh, you know it would be it would be one of those kinds of places that uh, 
you know, to have a, a transition like that out of the big city and out of kind of kind of the other chaos helps you to kind of put that all aside, and it it really does. It it goes with what Walt would uh, would have wanted there. Yeah. I think. Now, once you get off the train, you go up this escalator, and then you're right at the gate of Hong Kong Disneyland, and they've got music playing, and it's it's awesome. It's right. it's a beautiful walk there. You walk through some palm trees. There's a, a it's kind of a long walk to the park gate. On the other direction, if you go the other direction just a little bit, you go to the uh, resort hotel there. Now, is there only one resort hotel, or and it? My understanding is that yes, there is only one. Now, it's a is it like a Disneyland hotel? Like it's a Disney themed, or is this like a Marriott type thing? No, it, it is it is a full on Disney themed. Well, it is. It is Disney's hotel. Okay. Um, also, is does Disney own this like property? Because you know, like before this whole thing with Disney uh, Paris happened, Disney uh, did not have full ownership or something to that effect of Disneyland Paris. Um, do you know anything about that? You know, I'm I'm not one hundred percent certain of this. Uh-huh. I want to say Disney might partially own it, but I, I think. Actually, most of the land in Hong Kong is government owned. Even if yeah, you live I was gonna on say, it, because I know Shanghai, like they had to partner with the uh, Chinese government. Chinese government to do that. And, and I'll say this just for clarification: Hong Kong is a special administrative region of China. Yeah, it's owned by China somewhat, but it, it's operated separately. Economically, it's separate. Politically, it's separate. But again, there's a lot of of connection there because it is technically a Chinese colony. Right. So it's. Yeah, there's probably still some regulation that is influenced by the capital in Beijing, but ultimately Hong Kong is going to make the rules, and and that's how most of Hong Kong's rules are. Right. So I think Disney may have partial, but not full ownership of Hong Kong Disneyland. Okay, uh, so let's talk about like what's there to do in the park. Um, like, so tell us like uh, attractions. Like, what tra- attractions would we know, and like, what attractions are different? Well, when you walk up to the gate, the first thing that you notice is the train station. Like in Magic Kingdom? Absolutely. Well, yes, absolutely. It's just like the Magic Kingdom train station. It looks like almost the same building with a little different styling. It doesn't look like traditional Chinese styling. Right, right. Um, but... But it, it looks very Main Street USA-esque, which actually, that is what you walk into I is mean, Main Street and, USA. And, and that's what you want, like as a, a fan coming to a Disney park. It is different in Tokyo. It's slightly, it's different. I mean, it's actually not Main Street USA really, there. What's it, what is it? It's World Bazaar, and oh, it's okay. actually under a big canopy. Again, oh, okay. another day's story. Yeah. But that that is the really interesting thing about Hong Kong Disneyland is that it is Main Street USA that you walk into. Um, so, but again, Hong Kong Disneyland's, you know, first thing that you see when you arrive there is, is the train station and, uh, you gotta love the train station. That's just essential Disney. And, uh, that, that puts you in the mood. You hear the train whistle. It just, you know, it it makes you feel like that MTR train did transport you to a magical world. Um, so walk through that and you see a very, very small castle. Um, my recommendation, if you go there, go up onto the second floor of the train station, which I actually did not ride the train, um, big regret there, but, um, go up onto the, to the, you know, to the top of the train station platform, 
and you can see the mountains in the background and oh my goodness it's beautiful so beautiful and uh, it makes for a great panoramic shot. You can see a lot of the, the park. But again, you can still see Disney's creativity with how they keep the lands separate from being able to see each of them. Right. So um, either way, though, you just walk down Main Street. It's a, a beautiful place. You know, there's the Emporium. There's mm-hmm. a lot of things that are similar to Main Street, Main Street USA yeah. in the USA. Uh, but the buildings are smaller. There's other things that people there would understand, maybe more essential American things that you wouldn't have to have been born in the USA to to know. Things that are, are how people over there would perceive the U.S. Um, so so there there is a main hub around the castle. Uh, we'll walk down Main Street and and progress onto there. The first place I went, I, I went uh, counterclockwise. Actually, okay. uh, that's how I do at the Magic Kingdom. That's how I do. How I did in Tokyo. So you started like Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland, yes, sir. So again, I, I went to Tomorrowland, and um, the first thing I rode there, if my memory serves me right, was the um, the Space Mountain there. Now, it is Space Mountain, but it is called. Hyperspace yeah, Mountain. just like Disneyland. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Disneyland, they have uh, Hyperspace Mountain. And I think Disneyland Paris also has Hyperspace Mountain. Don't hold me to that, but I think so. I know, I think Walt Disney World's the only one just to have, like, Space Mountain. Mm, no, Tokyo does. Oh, Tokyo does to- too? Okay. Yeah, to- Tokyo Disneyland is actually Space Mountain. If my memory is correct. Okay. Um... um I think I would have probably remembered that because yeah. I had seen that in Hong Kong first and thought that was so interesting, so I was looking for that. Right. Um, but um, it was Star Wars themed, actually. Yeah, I mean... Uh, that was fascinating. Disneyland, I loved it. Disneyland did that during the... They had the uh, season of the Force. Uh, yes. And that was when... I don't know if they're still doing that by chance. But I don't think they are. Um, but during uh, The Force Awakens... Of course. Uh, they did it. Now, they're probably going to do it for The Last Jedi coming out. Um, I'm sure that they would. But the the whole thing is Star Wars themed. First thing, you walk in into the queue. And part of the queue is outside, actually, for right. Space Mountain. Hyperspace Mountain, I should say. Um, the first thing you see is a big X-Wing, though. And it's so That's cool. cool. It's sitting there. They're working on it, looks like. It's it's just it's fascinating. So, like, what is there any difference between that ride? Yeah, absolutely. And- um, if I remember right, it's still two cars long. And, oh, so it seats like two people per. But it seats two row. people per row, though. right? Well, Disney, and it's the same way in Tokyo Disneyland. Yeah, Disneyland, uh, California is like mm-hmm. that as well. I, and I think maybe the only Disney in the world that has one that's a single seat per is row is Disney World. And and I have to admit that those are more comfortable. The single the, or the, the single the single, and, and <laughs> I just think it's a whole lot more comfortable. See, I don't remember much from Space Mountain uh, in Disneyland California. Um, but, you know, I'm not a huge fan of the single ride, uh, per row at Disney World at least. Really? Um, and it's not because I don't like it or nothing. It's more of a, I've heard the difference between the two. And I hear, like, as you can probably agree with, on Disney World, the roller coasters jerky now. I like jerky roller coasters. I don't you know. bet. Yeah. So, and this woman, I will say, is butter smooth. Yeah, I was going to say, the... I've heard that the two per row is a little more smoother, like all of them are. Say what you want, 
but I, 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 I say that the, the jerky, I like the jerky. Everybody's entitled to their opinion, of course. You know. I mean, again, either one was just fine because this was a cool experience. You don't get this when you ride Space Mountain in the Magic Kingdom. Right, yeah. Um, you do get another experience. It's more like NASA, NASA-fied, we'll say. Just, to me, it's more of like a classy... Um, Spaceport. Starport 75. Like, like, yeah, I mean, it's like what the old like 1950s Tomorrowland... It was what Walt wanted it to be. Yeah. Walt would have never imagined that being Star Wars because Star Wars was not a thing in his yeah. lifetime. I wonder how he would feel about that. I was say, but now with Tomorrowland and Magic Kingdom, at least with the new Tron uh, roller coaster coming in, it's with that happening, it sounds like to me that the initial, the vision of Tomorrowland's kind of changing a little bit because it's not that... I, I don't know. Like It's hard to tell right now because some of the... Uh, buildings they've added in, like I think a Joffrey's Coffee is there. It's a little different, kind of out of that 1950s feel. Plus the mural from uh, Carousel of Progress, you know, got redone, and it's of a course. little more uh, modernized, I guess you could call it. Yeah. Um. So they might be trying to alter, like they're doing for Future World and Epcot, like they're trying to uh stay to, true to Walt's vision, but um, absolutely away from. You know, Walt's vision lasted for this time. Absolutely. They're like, okay, we need to change. Because, you know, Walt was always for change. Like, he was never like, we don't want to keep the same thing. Stagnation was something he he really fought against in his park. And I think if he had had lived a little bit longer, we would have seen a whole lot more change. Well, who knows? I mean, you know, he originally had an apartment up in Magic Kingdom, like in the castle, I think. Of course. If I recall. But Uh, I think it was also on Main Street. Yeah, yeah. A story for another day. But continue what you were saying about the. Space Mountain. So. Again, Space Mountain, though, in in Disney World in Florida, this is really cool. You've got, you know, the, the space shuttle. You've got, you know, 10, 9, 8, you know, prepare for launch, things like that. Yeah, yeah. And you've got some of the sound effects, but you don't have that in, in Hong Kong. Instead, no, you hear the, you know, it, right as, as the coaster starts to turn and go towards the, the you know, the, the climb tower, we'll say, you hear the... Star Wars theme, you know, and it just it has that grand build up, and then right as you hit the sound, you're climbing up the tower. I mean, you you couldn't have timed that better. The music and emotion of motion there, yeah, was amazing. See a video on YouTube. You need to. You owe it to yourself to look that up. I've not seen it from Hong Kong, but I've seen the one in Disneyland Anaheim, and I bet they're pretty similar very similar i'm sure um, um yeah it is amazing especially if you're a big star wars fan absolutely perfect. uh the next thing that i went to ride uh was buzz lightyear space ranger spin and again i'm not going to talk much about that because we've all ridden space ranger spin is it any different it's from disney almost world? no difference now is it different than is it the same as disneyland's where you can like pick the gun up and, like, i will say around, that yes or? sir that is different and i like that yeah. and, and tokyo's got that it's the same thing mm-hmm. you pick the gun up and you can fire it whichever way you want to right. and i love that that makes yeah. it so much easier yeah um that's that's probably that's going to be another really, classic. Yeah. But I'm I'm not going to tell you much about that because again there wasn't very much that was different. Uh, what else? Uh, the next thing that I, I went to now this is another big thing is Iron Man. So for whatever reason, Marvel of course has been kind of uh, difficult to uh, to work into the parks well, in Walt Disney World for licensing well, reasons. We're getting Guardians of the Galaxy now. And that is true though. 
we're slowly getting there. Slowly. Very slowly. And it's, it's not Marvel taking over the parks. No, which I, is... I think... Yeah. Yeah. But Marvel does have a big part in Hong Kong Disneyland in the Tomorrowland area. So, first thing in there is uh, there is actually a big Tony Stark expo. I didn't take the time to do that, and I, I hate myself for it because, again, that's like riding the train. Big regret. Um... I had hoped to go back a second time, and it just didn't end up working out that way. But um, there was the Iron Man experience. Now, that was really, really cool. Um, same ride vehicle, same concept as Star Tours in Hollywood Studios. Okay. What I'll tell you, though, that's different is the queue is fascinating. You can uh, you can wait in, in line there and just around every corner there's another really cool Tony Stark thing and if you've seen the the movie it's just fascinating but the Tony Stark tower in this particular scenario is in Hong Kong and uh, it's out in Kowloon actually and it's really really cool Um, the tallest tower in Hong Kong you know it makes it out to be big And, and you go on a ride through the streets of Hong Kong with Iron Man um it's just, it's it's a, a fascinating thing. I won't spoil the story for you. Go look it up on YouTube if you get the chance. But it is really, really, did I say really cool? Um, you know, it was a it was a fantastic ride. I awesome. loved it. Now, would you say it's better than like Star Tours? Or? I don't know. Is I it, mean. Now, is it 3D or is it? If, if my memory serves me right, it was also 3D. Okay. And I, I'm going to admit, I don't like the 3D on Star Wars. I'm sorry, Star Tours. Because I feel woozy. Sometimes I have to take I, my glasses I off. I, I never get woozy on rides, and I never get woozy in 3D movies. But you put the two together, I feel like I'm going to lose it. But that one, for whatever reason, didn't get to me. Uh, maybe it's milder. I don't know. It didn't feel like it. But it was still a lot of fun. That's good. Uh, so the next thing I did from there, I went and walked underneath the castle. Um, and actually, Daniel, we, we may want to uh, post some of these pictures that I've taken. Uh you know, of the castle yeah. and the like on onto WDW Times website. I don't know you, if you'd be okay with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, no. We'll, we'll put great. some of those up on sure. there. Sometimes it's good to have a, a little um, visual. Yeah, we'll, um, put, we'll put them up uh, on the site. Absolutely. Soon, uh, maybe uh, right after we record this show. Absolutely. Um, from there, though, I went to... Uh, PhilharMagic, actually. PhilharMagic uh, was... Mickey's PhilharMagic. Mickey's PhilharMagic, yes, sir. And uh, just like the one in the U.S., um, it, it's like Space Ranger Spin. That one I don't think changes anywhere where you put it. It's all the same. Same deal in Tokyo. I went there so in exact Tokyo. exact same film, same everything. Exact same film, okay. and I loved it. It was great. Yeah. Now, um, after that, still in, in Fantasyland, I actually went to... Uh, it's a small world, uh-huh. and uh, oh, oh, it was so great, and it was so cool because you know the dolls in there that that talk about, um, not talk about, they don't talk about, they sing about, but um, that are the American dolls. You know, of course, you go around the world, and it's a small world. It was really cool the the local side of Hong Kong just to see the different scenery, um, hear them singing in Cantonese, um, which is is one of the local languages. Most everything in, in Hong Kong Disneyland is in English for the most part. There is some that is in Cantonese. I'm sure there's some safety messages given in Mandarin for people that come in from mainland China. But um, for the most part, you know, it's 
it's most most everything is in English, um, which is of course one of Hong Kong's official languages. But when they go into singing in Cantonese, it's just it's really cool. Um, I loved that. You know, it's it's a classic. That's a ride I don't generally spend much time on at WDW, but I had to in HK, and it was great. I loved it. Um, but it was the funniest thing is that you go from, uh, you go underneath the Golden Gate Bridge, and in the background of that same wall is the Freedom Tower in New York. I was like, great. Disney, you've put us on a flat plane. You, you've put us on a two-dimensional surface. Great. Are they? Now, tell me, um, do they have like a Mickey's Toontown Fair? Because you know they have like Tomorrowland and they have like Fantasyland, but it's like Storybook Circus now, which used to be Toontown. Is there anything like that there by chance? Or is it just like I don't remember one. Fantasyland. I, I, I think it is Tomorrowland, Fantasyland, and I, I'm not 100% sure of that. But, you know, for the for the most part, um, I didn't. I, I would not have gone there if that was the case. But they did, on the other hand, have some really cool um, other attractions that were to the counterclockwise uh, of Fantasyland. And if you uh, if you want to think about this like a clock, it's around oh, I would say around uh, ten o'clock. You've got Toy Story Land. Oh, and this okay. is coming to Hollywood Studios, yeah, uh, as, as summer, we just talked summer, about. Uh, 2018, yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, that is going to be amazing. And uh, if it's anything... Well, it's going to be amazing if it's anything like the one that's in Hong Kong. It'll probably be better, because, you know, they always try to make improvements. Well, of course, Disney Hong does. Kong. But, again, you're, you're going to like it, one way or the other, because even if it's not as good, it's still going to be amazing. Um, Toy Story Land is... I think kind of what what Toontown Fair would be in Hong Kong. Um, that is a fascinating concept, though, of, of doing something of that nature. It's kind of like what they did with Cars Land and California Adventure, and they did a fantastic job. So there's a couple of really notable rides there. Um, three, actually. I only rode two of them. Uh, I'm sorry, one of them, actually. Uh, there's one where you ride Slinky. Um, if you're... If you're into the little kitty rides, that one is is definitely for you. Um, I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of like a little roller coaster that's literally just going in a circle and over a couple bumps. But it's it's fun for little kids, and uh, you know it, it looked like it was still a lot of fun even if you were to do it at my age. Yeah, I mean then, the coaster is coming to Disney's Hollywood. Studios yes, absolutely. Do you know if uh, RC Racer is coming? RC Racer is another really cool one. Uh, I don't think it's coming here to Hollywood Studios. Um, but I do know they're having like uh, a spinning ride of some form, like kind of like teacups almost, where it's like that green aliens and there's the claw of some form. And you get selected. I don't remember that one. Uh, I don't know. If I, don't, I don't think that was in, in Hong there. Kong. Uh, but that attraction will be there with the Slinky ride. Um, I have seen footage of the RC car in it, like a loop. They do loops and stuff, or something. It's not a loop. It's it's like a horseshoe shape. Yeah, a, a U shape. It, it's kind of like uh, where you go to like those carnivals and it just swings on. Yeah, those. yeah. I did not ride that one. Um, I'm just gonna be honest. I'm at the time. I've, I've lost a little bit of weight since then. At the time, I was a little hef, uh, heavier set. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll just say, just the way that it fell down on me, the the safety bar, the full on strap down, uh, 
the way it hit on me, it wouldn't wouldn't exactly fasten. And uh, my friend wrote it, and uh, he was like, "Yeah, it wasn't that great." I think he was really trying to make me feel better. I thought it was pretty cool, though. But either way, I, I didn't fit on there mainly because if, if this ride were in the U.S., I would have fit on there with plenty of space. But over there, and I found this out at, at Tokyo Disneyland. Yeah. Um, you know, it's also, again, designed for people that are a little smaller shouldered than me. Right. Um, but there was a, a ride where you um, ride the parachutes with the uh, toy soldiers and the mm-hmm. like. The Green, Mar- Arnie, the, uh, the green, Arnie. The green Army Men. Yes, thank yes. you. Yes. That was really cool. If you're afraid of heights, don't bother because yeah. you will freak out the whole time. But I loved it. Um, so that was something I'm, I'm hoping that they bring that one. I mean, honestly, they haven't really said much of what's coming to Toy Story Land aside from that green alien ride and the, the slinky, slinky roller coaster, which well, it seems from the pictures of construction, they already got a lot of that, uh, or at least the track part done. Um, so that's pretty exciting. But anyway, yeah. uh, so is that all for Toy Story Land? That, that's pretty much it for Toy Story Land. We're going to move on again counterclockwise uh, straight on into... Liberty Square? Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Liberty Square would not be in Hong Kong Disneyland. Instead, it is replaced with something called Mystic Point. Ooh. Mystic Point is home to one attraction, if my memory serves me correctly. And that one attraction is Mystic Point. Manor. Now, Mystic Manor is kind of like Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a really sort of uh, a different concept, I guess, though. Now, it, I was going to say, this ride is very, at the time when it came out especially, it was incredibly state-of-the-art. Yes, um, it is a trackless it, as ride. I was going to say, it's a trackless ride. The special ride. effects is second to none. Yeah. Um, there will be moments where you have an absolute heart attack on there when that cannon goes off in your face and I'm spoiling too much of this. So you just need to go to Hong Kong and ride it. But until now and uh, until then, please go watch a YouTube video oh, yeah, on that say, too. Yeah. Uh, there, there's some great 4K videos out there on uh, this particular attraction. So go look and, at that. And uh, if I've seen my them, memory serves incredible. me right, it's also in Shanghai. I want to say you're right. Yeah, um, it looks like I really wish we would get something like that in uh, Magic Kingdom, but it wouldn't really like where would it go? Like Adventureland, I guess. Um, maybe, maybe Liberty Square. I now, don't know. Now. I was going to say, is there a ride there uh, called Journey to the Center of the Earth by chance? That's that's in Tokyo Disney okay, Sea. We'll I, talk. We'll get okay, to that yeah, on another day. Say, everything <laughs> I'm talking about apparently is in Tokyo, but this ride, I saw that ride, and I was like, we need that in Magic Kingdom. You betcha we oh, do. Man, it's oh, I love anyway, that ride. I'm sorry to get off. Track. Don't don't get Go me ahead. on that tangent. I yeah. loved that ride. It was my biggest regret. I only rode it once. Well, anyway, uh, Mystic Manor. Mystic uh, Manor. Do you want to give a brief synopsis? Yeah, of I'll, what I'll, it I'll is? give you a synopsis of that. Basically, like I said, it's a trackless ride. There's a lot of twisting and turning. It's um, it's kind of it's their alternative to the Haunted Mansion because in that culture, uh, there is a little bit of a, uh, a different connotation with ghosts, and ghosts are seen differently. And um, there there's a lot of belief in ghosts in Hong Kong, and there are a lot of places in Hong Kong that are are said to be haunted. Um, so that said, they actually 
tried to, to go with an alternative where things basically come to life at the touch of a, a, a special ancient Egyptian stone and this monkey that's a lot like Abu. I can't remember his I, name. I heard it was like a music box or something they talked uh, about. Maybe it is a music box. Oh, okay. I can't remember. It's something kind of like that, though. Um, that basically the monkey, monkey's with it. Um, and uh, the, the professor doesn't even know what happens. You know, at the end of it, it's like, there you are, my precious little monkey, you know. And then, you know, <laughs> the whole thing is just really cool. I, I found it amazing. Um, and I, I got my, my sister a, a Zoom Zoom of that monkey there. And uh, that, was a, that was a little present for her when I got home. She, she and my mom uh, are, are big-time Zoom Zoom fans. So I, I had to get them that. Um, moving on now out of Mystic Point. To Frontierland? To Frontierland. It's actually called Westernland there, if my memory serves me right. Okay. Or I, I'm sorry, that Westernland is in Tokyo. Uh, this is at uh, Grizzly Gulch. Interesting. Grizzly Gulch. Now, there's a couple of things in Grizzly Gulch, but I only did one attraction there. Um, and this one is the one that I I loved so so much. Now, this one was a a roller coaster and it's the concept of Big Thunder Mountain. So it's not Big Thunder Mountain. Just it is clarify. not Big Thunder Mountain. Oh, I'm sorry. Let, let me clarify. The name of it is called Big Grizzly Mountain. And it's a runaway mine train. So it's the concept of So um, yeah, it's basically the concept of Big Thunder Mountain except Yes, sir. Okay. But better. Oh, okay. It gets better. Now, I was gonna say. Now, why don't you just go ahead and list the attractions real quick that are in the uh, this area, and then talk about your experience real quick. I'm or... gonna be honest. I don't remember any of the others. Oh, okay. Well, I did. Fine. I didn't that's actually fine. spend much time with with this one. Right. right, right. Um, but I rode this one twice. Oh, okay. Well, go ahead and talk um, about it. So this was an amazing attraction because it was the theme from Big Thunder Mountain. The smoothness and the actual the ride vehicle of. Uh, Seven Dwarves Mine Train. So, did it have like the swaying? Uh, I, I take that back. I don't remember the swaying. I don't think that there was swaying. Yeah, um, so actually, it was more. I, I take that back. It's the ride vehicle from Expedition Everest, and there's another thing borrowed from Expedition Everest that was really cool. Now, how long has this attraction been out? I have no okay. idea, but this is really cool because they took the best of four coasters. They took the you know, like I said, the theme from Thunder Mountain, the smoothness from Seven Dwarves Mine Train, and then they took the vehicle from Expedition Everest. They also took the backwards portion from Expedition Everest. Oh, that's cool. From there, it uh, goes down into this tube, and then the next thing you hear, boom, the dynamite goes off, and it's got the high-speed takeoff. Not as fast, but still a high-speed takeoff. From the rock and so, roller coaster. Oh man, that's, it yeah, was I love, amazing. I love, I love the launching man. That's, oh, that's awesome. and I don't think that it goes as fast because the first thing is it's kind of like an expedition Everest. First thing is that it takes you off fast and it drops down immediately. Okay. It was absolutely amazing. I could not be happier. Now, what's the name of this attraction again? Just Big Grizzly Mountain. Big Grizzly. Mountain. Yes, sir. From there, the next thing was Adventureland, and. Um, I hear that the Dole Whip's there. I can't remember what the flavor was uh, for pineapple. the life of me. Pineapple Dole Whip, if it's like what... Uh, but it was. Know. it's different from oh, okay. what is in the Magic Kingdom. I want to say this one is mango. 
okay. Yes, how, it's yes, sir. It's mango. No, I didn't actually get to have it because everything in Adventureland by this time, this was around eight p.m. that night. Now remember, I had done pretty much everything in the park except for noon. Disney. Like uh, I'm sorry, except for Adventureland by eight p.m. and I got there at around noon. Yeah, I was gonna say so. Pretty good. Okay, they took the best and they packed it into a small package that you can do, and it was entertaining for kids and adults. So um, again, I was pretty much done at that point. I didn't stay for the fireworks. Another big regret. Now, did they have any parades, by the way? Yes, sir. I was about to talk about that. Before I left, we saw a little bit of the paint the night parade. Oh, okay. Now imagine the Disneyland or Disney World, however you see it. Electrical Parade, the well, Main Street got, Electrical they Parade. They got Paint the Night. It's coming to California Adventures, but it was uh, at Disneyland. So if it's, I'm assuming it's going to be the same parade. Is it? I would imagine. I, I, I don't know, but I would assume. What I will say, though, imagine the Electrical Parade taken up to version 2.0. Yeah. Now, they, they don't call it that because they do want the Electrical Parade to remain you know, the the original, like Walt would have wanted it. But the, the reality of this is that this uses LED lights, and it's amazing. I mean, high definition. Yeah. Uh, you should have seen Mac. Mac, you know, as in Lightning McQueen's truck that, that drives him oh, everywhere. Oh, no, I've, I've seen it. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen the parade, like, in, like, it, real life. Live action. Seen, like, live, yeah. But Again, I've if you, if you have not it, seen incredible. this, look this up. Yeah. You owe um, it to yourself. So you, before you, we got into the parade, you said something about Adventureland and the Mango. What, what attractions were out there? There was, I believe, there was a Jungle Cruise. Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, no, sir, there was there not. Was there Pirates? There, there was in Tokyo, but not, not in Hong Kong. Interesting. Um, I'm going to be honest. I didn't do anything in, in Adventureland because... At that point, everything in Adventureland had pretty much closed down. Oh, that's important. Uh, there was a Tarzan experience, but it was closed down for refurbishment. Is that like a treehouse, like a Swiss Family Robinson thing? Because they I'm got like a treehouse. Sure. If I'm not mistaken, they do still have that Tarzan treehouse in Disneyland. That um, may be the case. That may be what it is. Again, I, I, know, I wish I could have spent more time there, and I, I wish I had researched the things that I don't remember doing because right. I didn't do them. And again, big regrets, but that one is one I can't beat myself up over because it was closed for renovation anyway. Um, but even the Dole Whip's place was closed. It's a little disappointing. But it was amazing overall. I just had a fantastic time. And uh, then as as we walked out, you know, we, we left around 8 to go and get dinner. Right. And um, did you get any food in the park? I like did not. That say? was uh, we we wanted to save money. We were yeah, wanting course, to save money. Food at Disney is super expensive. It is. It is. And my friend was really uh, was 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 really wanting to take me to this restaurant that we went to, and it was fantastic. But um, I do wish that I had tried some of the the fare there. Mm-hmm. But you know, I I did recognize a lot of different things that would be very similar to what we would have here. Um, but again. It, it was it was a fantastic place overall. Uh, oh, I did have one thing there. I had pure watermelon juice. Ooh, that sounds really good. Uh, it was not sweetened. Ooh. That changes things. Uh, it was a little bit bitter and a little bit tart. It was overall yeah. pretty good, but it had so much pulp in there. Yeah. I didn't know what to think of it. It was it was a mixed emotion, but it was pretty good overall. Um. 
But that was, I don't know if that's a Disney thing or if that's just a Hong Kong thing. I never saw it anywhere else in Hong Kong, though. But, again, that that's pretty much the story for uh, for how it goes with, with Hong Kong Disneyland. Um, we had originally planned on maybe going and spending the, the night, the uh, the night before, over at the, the resort hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, decided not to. Again, big regrets. Um... But again, like, like I said, I was there. I was there for uh, six months, actually, just yeah. just shy of six months, and um, I actually broke my foot the week after. I was intending to go, you know, to uh, Shanghai, right? Well, yes, yes. I had a I had a trip planned to Shanghai Disneyland. I was considering buying a Hong Kong Disneyland season pass because it wasn't much more than just buying two tickets, and uh, this one was one that was for all weekdays, and I had Mondays. To myself, Mondays off. Didn't have anything on Mondays, so I was thinking about using my Mondays to go to Disneyland because I'm a a nerd like that that could do that every week. But big regret that I didn't make it back. But you know, it gives me something to go back later someday. You know, I have a wife and kids that will want to uh, to travel to Disney World and the Uh, like. You know, they might be doing a Disney cruise or something maybe out there to to Hong Kong. Do that. But I, you know what? That's going to be one of those things. It's like. I want to take my family one of these days to to Hong Kong in general, and that that's that's something to go to for sure. Yeah, that's cool. and to Shanghai, and of course to Tokyo as well. So, uh, but that that's pretty much the story as far as my Hong Kong experience. There's a whole lot more to talk about with um, Tokyo Tokyo Disneyland. We may have to do two different shows on oh, that. Yeah. We're, we're, we're One for cover, Disneyland and Disney Sea. You yeah, know. we'll cover that in a future show. Um, Again, another time. Yeah, another time. But yeah, Andrew, I want to just thank you for coming and being a part of the show today. Um, As always, it's it's a pleasure to be your co-host and to yeah. uh, to, uh, to to be a part of this. This is a lot of fun. Yeah. Well. I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week on this show. Um, So thanks for listening and please stay tuned for the next episode guys. And uh, thanks and uh, have a magical day.